It is Thursday, July the 2nd, 2020. I am 42 years old, and I have suddenly developed a problem. That problem is, I can't keep my fly up. Well, that's not what I wanted to say. It sounds bad, doesn't it? My fly is constantly down, and I can't figure out why. All this and not much more on episode 17 of Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It started a few weeks ago where I was playing golf. And um, it was probably around the 12th hole. And suddenly I realized that my fly had been down the entire time. And uh, it happened again the other day. Uh, I can't remember what day. It might have been, might have been Monday. No. I don't recall which day it was, but there was a day where I had been, oh, I know, I went in and hit golf balls. I went to the driving range. So this was, yeah, Monday afternoon. I went to the driving range. I get back in the car. I sit down and my fly is wide open. It's like, what the fuck? I understand if you're a toddler, that's acceptable. But when you're, you know, basically middle-aged at this point, like I am, uh, I should know better. Shouldn't be a problem. But this morning, as I'm sitting here, preparing to uh, record this awful program, uh, you know, I have pants on, and my fly is open. I can't, uh, it's just, it's one of those things that, um, you know, Apparently, uh, I have forgotten to do. It's been a couple times, I, I can recall vividly, multiple times, uh, back when I was employed and would go to the office. I'm sorry about that, springs. It sounds bad, doesn't it? Oh, well. Um, get to the office and not realize that my fly was down for however long. Now, I'm a proponent of if you see somebody with their fly down, you have to tell them. That is uh, manners 101. If you see a man, especially if you know this man, if you're friends, acquaintances, co-workers, whatever, and, I see, and you see this person, their fly is down, you are mandated to tell them, hey, your fly is down. It's embarrassing for the recipient, but you want to save them the hassle and the trouble and the embarrassment of realizing, shit, my, my fly's been down for fucking 12 holes. 
shit, my, uh, I got on the train this morning, rode the train all the way into the city, uh, walked through two train stations, uh, walked into the building, walked through a mall, uh, up an escalator, uh, up, uh, another escalator into the office, milled about for a bit, and then realized your fly was down. It's awful. It's a terrible feeling. Unless, of course, you know, you're proud of what is under your pants, in which case you don't give a shit. There are some of us who aren't. And it's embarrassing. Andrew flies down. So that was a random thought that I had this morning. As I thought to myself, uh, what am I going to talk about today? What sort of complete nonsensical bullshit am I going to discuss? Uh, this particular episode of the show is even um, it's even less preparation than usual. I mean, there's so much going on uh, around here, so I haven't had this sort of time to uh, to dedicate to the program, which is a disservice to my four or five listeners, all of whom you know I know and could they could just ask what's going on. But please tell your friends. Uh, today we had so we had I think. Five private showings last night for the house. We already have an offer on the house for full asking. Open house is Sunday. Two more showings today. And it's like, why the fuck am I going to take your offer? It doesn't make sense. We, My wife and I had this discussion this morning. <laughs> why are you going to uh, jump the gun? I'm not. You know, and here's the thing, I'm probably dead wrong with all this, you know, I'm a middle-aged man who can't keep his fly up. Uh, anyways, so this is this show is going to be recorded in two parts. There'll be the initial part, which you're currently listening to, and then a second part when I return uh, after these showings. I haven't taken my allergy medicine this morning. I'm all sniffly. Sound like a fucking asshole here. I'm going to just end this quickly. Um, I'm going to talk about some other stuff. Um, the hammers yesterday. Holy fuck. Uh, second best win of the year. Going out and beating Chelsea at home. Massive three points. Massive, massive, massive three points. And just honestly... Uh, beginning to end, fantastic performance from a bunch of bums who hadn't played that well all season long. But we'll get to that. Uh, so sit tight. Don't you go changing. Wait, we're going we're gonna to talk about other stuff too. I don't want to scare all the non-soccer people. There'll be other stuff. So please, don't, don't turn it off yet. Please. Okay, uh, I am back. 
I had to vacate the premises again uh, for apparently a couple of showings, one or two, not entirely sure. Uh, the realtor is, again, sweet woman. I like her. Just a little, I don't know. Anyways, uh, drove around for a bit, stopped at Chick-fil-A for lunch, and now I need a nap. But uh, here I am, providing entertainment, air quotes, to all of you. Um, so I ended the previous uh, segment talking about West Ham, big win yesterday, completely out of the blue. Uh, they are now three points clear of relegation. Very exciting. Uh, they looked good. They played well. Sadly, uh, my personal uh, soccer hero, Mark Noble, was on the bench. Actually, he wasn't even on the bench. He didn't. He didn't dress. He was hurt. Uh, so that was a bummer. However, still a place for him on the club. Just a matter of when and how. But uh, there you go. That's your soccer minute. So, <clears throat> didn't have a ton to talk about today. Um, for, you know, a variety of reasons. One, I'm exceptionally lazy. Two, uh, I just I haven't had much to complain about recently. It's been weird. I have not added much of anything to my... A list beyond, you know, the couple of things that I talked about on Monday. Um, but yeah, I did, however, uh, receive a uh, phone call from um, a dedicated listener, uh, my old friend Mark, um, who happens to be the brother of my buddy Jeff, who will be participating in the 10 Dog Challenge on Saturday. Oh, will he, though? Yeah, he will. Yeah. Cats out of the bag. Which is an idiom. Which is one of the things that Mark and I discussed. Idioms. He and I had had a discussion about uh, idioms nah, maybe a few weeks back. And the one that we talked about was two birds with one stone. And where that came from. And it led down a rabbit hole. And he brought it up again when we talked the, uh, the other day. Um, about idioms, and there's so many that are just funny for a number of reasons. But they're so used, they're used constantly. And you don't, like, one of the things that he mentioned was pipe dream. Oh, that's a pipe dream. Okay, you say it all the time, you don't know where it came from. Well, looked it up. Had something to do with opium. So, you know, you smoked the opium out of the pipe, you had a dream. That's a hallucination, friend. It's probably not good. You're tripping balls. So pipe dream, I don't know, that could be out. Uh, but there's a ton of them. And there was one that I read on a website, because I had to... Uh, I had to find out about some of these. 
And there's one that I use often, which is cost an arm and a leg. So, I mean, I don't think that, you know, the, the, the origin of this is that somebody bought something and had to pay with their arm and their leg in order to get it. I don't think that's accurate. But apparently, the story goes that this phrase came from 18th century paintings. As famous people would have their portraits done without certain limbs showing. Because apparently, uh, uh, all of your limbs cost more money. Liquid death. Uh, mountain water in a can. Murder your thirst. Oh, it's good. Just nice clean water, which is something we don't have here in town. So it's funny, like, <clears throat> uh, bite the bullet, which is, you know, patients would bite on a bullet to cope with the pain during surgery before uh, anesthesia. So, weird. Then the classic jump the shark, which came from Fonzie, literally jumps the shark in the water. While water skiing. And some radio guy invented that. But idioms, huh? Yeah, it's one of those things. You know, it's, that's an observation. Um, but Mark had... He was rolling off the top of the head here. And has provided some content. Which, honestly, today is much needed. Uh, he says, hey, got a minute. Hey, you got a minute. And, you know, not thinking, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And then he's like, I hate that phrase. I'm like, oh, wow, I hadn't thought of that. His point was, when somebody asks you, hey, you got a minute. One, it's never a minute. Two, they're going to tell you anyway. And three, what the fuck is the point of asking the question if you're going to do one and two? Hey, you got a minute? No. Is that going to stop the person from saying what they, you know, called you for or, or asking you about? No. No, because then it takes a minute longer to tell them that you don't have a minute. Look, I'm terribly sorry. I have to go. But I, I, this will only take a minute. No, I, I really have to leave. But why? What's going on? No, I just have to go. Uh, seriously, it, it. I have to go. But listen, it'll only take a minute. Blah, 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 blah. By the time they're done, you've either left or now you're standing there or on the phone or wherever wasting your time. Because this selfish asshole said that they would only take a minute. They're full of shit. Mark was spot on with that one. See, that's the kind of fucking complaint and observation or observation that I need on this program. Thank you, Mark. And he even picked up the phone and called. I don't know if he actually picked up the phone. That's another thing, too. You pick up the phone. Nobody, there's no phone to pick up anymore. 
I mean, granted, you have to pick up the phone, you know, usually it's in your pocket or on the counter. But that term typically comes from uh, landlines, when in order to answer the phone, you have to pick it up to answer. So pick up the phone, gone. Now you're pushing buttons. That's it. I'd like to hook up a landline um, and take calls on a single landline for the show. That'd be stupid. That's a stupid idea, Dave. Uh, he also said that he hates people who wear their uh, face mask just on their chin. Which is accurate. Like, if you're in a store, just put it on your fucking face. It's really not hard. Uh, speaking of masks, I got an email from Custom Inc., who does t-shirts and stuff. And they, uh, they're like, oh, we, now we can design your own mask. You know, And I saw this coming a mile away. The minute this whole mask thing started to gain some traction, you knew that companies were going to just come out of the woodwork and start throwing advertising on a mask, which, again, as a wannabe ad man, that is just fucking genius. Put anything you want on those things. Anything. <laughs> um, and if people buy them, they buy them. I really don't think there's going to be a big market for company-branded face masks. At least not now. Maybe as this thing continues, which my guess is that this time next year is when you're going to start to see things ramping down. Um, so, you know, you're looking at a solid... 9 to 12 month market time. Uh, and if you haven't got in by now, it's probably a little too late. But it, masks could end up being an accessory piece, for all I know. So now, so I'm like, oh, geez, let me look into a uh, Complaints and Observations branded face mask. Boy, would that be fucking stupid. But, you know, I went through the various machinations, machin I can't say it, various designs with custom ink and put my logo on it. I wrote, tell your friends on it. And I looked at the price. They want like 240 bucks for 12 of these fucking things. Whoa. It's a little much, custom ink. Man. We'll talk about that. But, uh, so yeah, that, that would be, that'd be kind of funny. He also mentioned... Bun size Thomas's English muffins. And he says that a burger on a bun size Thomas's English muffin is divine. I think divine is the word that he used. Um so yeah, that's gonna be, he sent me a link to a uh, Target to buy them. I'm gonna do that. Um what else? What else can I talk about? Uh, I smell terrible right now. Terrible. It's awful. I am... Um, I am a fan of the Dove Spray deodorant. And typically, you know, we'd see it at, at the Target. Or my wife would find it at, like, TJ Maxx or Marshalls or any of those dumps that she likes to frequent. Uh, and they would sell... 
larger cans for roughly the same price as the smaller can at Target. Well, I found the difference. The difference is the ones at TJ Maxx and Marshalls are the European version, whereas the crap that I bought recently in a three-pack at BJ's is the U.S. version, and it stinks. It just smells bad. I end up smelling... I'm not a smelly person. For a fat guy, not a smelly person at all. So when I can smell myself, it's vile. I don't like it. So now I've got this weird, you know, Dove Fresh slash B.O. Musk thing going on. Because, you know, when I'm, I'll sweat, but I don't smelly sweat. I'm not, under, you know, and I bathe. And I bathe well on a daily basis. I'm, look, if nothing, I am entirely self-aware. I know that I'm fat, so I know I need to keep myself clean. So I don't smell. So when I do smell, it pisses me off. I'm very angry. And I just caught a whiff of it. It's driving me fucking crazy. Anyways. Um... Apparently Jeffrey Epstein's uh, girl there. What's her fucking name? Gechlein. How do you fucking pronounce that name? English uh, socialite. Or as somebody on the uh, Twitter machine called it, Jeffrey Epstein's former paramour. Like, what? Who is this guy? Apparently he works for ABC. And he uses that word. Like, what are you doing? Stupid. Of course she was in fucking New Hampshire, of all places. The English socialite in New Hampshire. I'd love to know where in New Hampshire she was. Um, like, was she in some fucking uh, cabin somewhere up north? Was she, like, Lake Winnipesaukee uh, Cottage? Apparently she had money. Like, what the fuck is she doing in New Hampshire? Apparently they knew she was there, so... Oh, weird. But... Uh, I hope she talks. I hope she fucking names names. I hope every single one of them goes to jail for what they did to these children. Uh, Clintons, Trumps, royalty, fucking CEOs, business people, who cares? Throw them all the fucking jail. Put them on the same fucking pedophilia island and let them rot and die. Each and every one of them. Fuck them. Awful bullshit. Um, but yeah. So. So that's that. Nothing. Who knows? You know, the world's going to fucking hell in a handbasket. There's an idiom. And, uh. It's just annoying. Every fucking five seconds, it's something new. It's awful. The vast majority of people on this planet are just existing. It's what, 0.05% of people are stirring shit up constantly. Never fails. Frustrating. But what can you do? You know, you're here. You gotta exist. You gotta live. 
Time is a constant, and it'll constantly fuck with you, then you'll die. What you do with that time is what's important. What you shouldn't do is sit in your basement and talk into a microphone so that four people can hear you. Don't do that. That's my advice to you as I breathe deeply into the microphone once again. Because I'm fat. And this week I'm eating like shit. Can't cook. I don't want to dirty up the house for the, the open house on Sunday and all the viewings that are coming in. So, don't want to dirty the kitchen by cooking or doing anything. Doing okay. But, you know, I have to fucking eat out for every meal. God forbid I eat a a fucking salad in there somewhere. (sighs) Anyways. So, um, I am currently raking in the dough with this podcast. Um, I had heard from people previously, you'll never make a dime on that podcast. Well, <laughs> I beg to differ. That awful commercial that you folks heard earlier, thus far, I have made 56 cents. 56 cents. Now look, if some of you assholes would just tell your friends about the podcast, say, oh, hey, listen, you know, my friend, former co-worker, former friend, former associate, former uh, acquaintance, former uh, friend of a friend of a friend, uh, a guy I saw working at a shitty retail store one time. Yeah, he has a podcast. You should check it out. It's a good way to take a nap in the middle of the day. Put you to sleep. I have a very calming radio voice. So it's easy to probably take a nap. Be a good way to fall asleep at night. You ever fall asleep at night to like the radio? I used to do that uh, on occasion. 89.7 here in, in the Boston area. GBH would play jazz at night and it would put me to sleep. Great. Good times, man, huh? Wow. Reminiscing. Uh, But yeah, 56 cents. So I got to think of something to do uh, when I get to like a few bucks, if I get to a few bucks. I'm going to do something with it. Uh, Mark suggested buying an old pack of baseball cards, uh, eating the gum. And then uh, discussing the players in the pack. I kind of like that. That could be more of a YouTube thing. You know, could uh, do a YouTube video on opening one of these most likely cherry-picked packs of cards with the fucking 40-year-old gum in it. Probably be like 35, 30 to 35-year-old gum. But I would probably go with something in the 90s. And I'm not sure how much gum was still in the tops packs in the 90s. You know? Because my 92... Well, I mean, I'd say like 88 to, to 94. Those were probably the the big baseball years for me. Uh, 94 to 2000. Yeah, I was in. But I don't think I had the knowledge. I don't think I could 
I could probably rattle off more players from that six year span than the six years after that. And I don't know. I don't know. Try that. That'd make a terrible show, right? Um, yeah. But honestly, I'm just, I'm just, uh, rattle, just talking about nothing today, which is, you know, less than usual. I did want to talk about. Uh, this young man in Aurora, Colorado, Elijah McLean. I read this story, and uh, quite honestly, it was gut-wrenching. This poor kid uh, more or less was killed by the police uh, and the EMT. I would even say the EMT more than the police, to be honest. But... Uh, this poor kid, he would play the violin for cats in the homeless shelter, in the, uh, animal shelter. The, play the violin for cats. Like, how, how fucking incredible is that? It's honestly the most amazing thing I've ever heard in his life. He was 23. Dead. Just awful. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really, it, it puts your life in perspective when you think about somebody who was so selfless and took time out of his day and his life to, uh, to do something for animals, to do something so nice for animals that weren't his. And he used his, his talent, which was playing the violin to try to calm them down. I don't know. It's just so sad and it hurts. I hated that. I hate reading the story. Like I'm getting a little. It's 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 terrible. Somebody needs to be held responsible for it. Because that shouldn't have happened. Kid was walking down the street with an iced tea. And a mask on his face because he was anemic. And he's dead. From fucking ketamine. How do you fucking shoot ketamine into a person twice? Twice! And expect them to live. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. It's awful. Um, you can find, uh, various ways to, um, to help out. You can email the, uh, the officials in Aurora. You can call them, you can donate, you can do all that stuff that, you know, uh, I've done a handful of times for a handful of different things and, got to keep doing it because it's the only way anything's going to change apparently so I don't know again this goes back to me being completely naive and uh, you know trying to see the good in everybody and it just it pains me when I don't and this was a pretty good example of that I need better sound effects sound effects that that are offered through this site are terrible. Not good. All right, that's it.
for this horrifically boring, unfunny show. Um, I do apologize. It wasn't good. Um, but the hope is that Monday show will be better. Um, Saturday will be the 10 dog challenge for the uninitiated. Um, my buddy Jeff is going to eat 10 hot dogs, 10 buns in an hour or so, or sitting as he calls it. Um, we'll get some audio. We'll play it. We'll get some reactions. Hopefully I can get some sound of him fucking puking into a trash can. Um, because he's an idiot, but, uh, enjoy your, uh, 4th of July holiday. Um, don't, uh, mingle with folks that you usually don't mingle with, because you don't know where the fuck they've been. You know, you don't know. And yes, especially around here, the numbers for the Rona have improved greatly. And that's no reason to... You know, stop being cautious at all. So, uh, please tell your friends. I mentioned this earlier. Tell your friends. If you and I are friends or acquaintances of any kind, I don't think I've ever asked you for anything. I'm asking you for something now. Why? I don't know. This is not important at all. However, uh, I'm asking to tell your friends. Tell your family, tell your wife, tell your husband, tell your children. Especially your kids. They sh- We need more uh, younger listeners. Because who doesn't love a good old Uncle Dave, right? That's not true. Um, but yeah, check it out. Tell your friends. Um, we need the uh, complaining to grow. I need more content for the show. And again, it's a good outlet. Um, WWF Hall of Famer Tito Santana told me so the other day. Via Cameo that my buddy Matt sent. He said, Congratulations on your new podcast, Complaints and Observations. But the name is too long. (laughs) What the fuck, Tito? Man. Um, he said it's a good time to start a podcast, which is not true. Like it's a good it's a good platform to ex- for people to express themselves. That's what you call, should call it. Express yourself. What? What? No. That doesn't work, Tito. He was kind enough to throw in uh, an arriba at the end. But, um, yeah. Tell your friends. Anyways. Uh, check out the Twitter feed that I haven't updated in a week. Uh, Complaints Pod. The Instagram feed that I haven't updated since Monday. Complaints and Observations Pod. I'm on... Uh, YouTube. I did download TikTok, but I'm too stupid for that and too old for that. It seems like there's a lot of choreographing involved, and I don't know. I'm not not good at you know preparing, as you've seen by this particular episode. But uh, I don't know. Got to do something with the TikTok. See what happens. Maybe Jeff puking in the in a bucket will go on the TikTok. Yeah. 
That might work. Uh, what else? Uh, Facebook, but fuck Facebook. Um, I have an email, showmail, at complaintsandobservations.com. If you have my number, just send me a text. You can call, like Mark. You can talk, I'll take notes, relay it to the to the show, to the listeners, all four of them. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.